Yo, what is the upskis, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast, and we are on the week of good luck. This is episode 13, and we also hit the episode 13 in the hockey cast this week. So yeah, we're we're really lucky this week here in the GX cast, and and actually, I, I guess maybe I am because I looked at the numbers today, and we had a hell of a good day today. The numbers were very very high. So thank you everybody for your downloads. Thank you everybody for listening. If you're new around here, welcome to the show. It's your host. It's me. It's Gamer GX. It's Brando. It's whatever the fuck you want to call me. I don't care. This is the WrestleCast. This is where I do the wrestling recap. I I review uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Dynamite and Rampage and whatever major pay-per-views that those two companies are doing so that's what you're getting here Hopefully if, if you're having a too busy of a week You can't keep up with all the wrestling you can come here get yourself a full week recap and and so on and maybe I'll I like to also uh, Discuss possible storylines and stuff like that. But anyway since you're here Let's just get into it and this week is kicking off with raw They are in Portland this week Portland, Oregon. All right. All right pretty pretty good usually they got the show is kicking off with Seth Rollins. He says he wants to uh, get back into that championship gold, and I highly agree. So, but uh, before he can say any more, Riddle comes out. He and Seth fight all around, all around in the crowd until Judgment Day shows up. What the fuck? The hell's this? Uh, they want Riddle to join up. So they're like, what the hell? So. Bro says no, no bro, not gonna happen. Uh, I do like that they keep teasing uh, Seth versus Roman Reigns. I'm guessing it's Roman Reigns because that makes the most sense. They were in the Shield together, so and the Seth wants to go for championship gold. Like he didn't specify what gold he was talking about, but before he was interrupted, like two three weeks ago, he was saying he wanted to go after Roman Reigns, and then I'm pretty sure that's when Riddle came out or someone came out. And, uh, yeah, I'm really wanting that storyline to happen. I want Seth to go up against this this style of Roman Reigns, the, the tribal chief. And I want to see this weirdo Seth Rollins go up against him and play a whole bunch of mind games. And I don't know. It'd be really interesting. If, if they're not going to bring out The Rock and, and that's not what they're going to go for this WrestleMania because I've been waiting for that forever now, like... Have The Rock, who's in Roman Reigns' bloodline family, they're related, I think they're cousins or some shit, I don't know. Their family's massive, but The Rock and Roman are related somehow, and I've always wanted the storyline to be that The Rock comes in, says, no one can stop you, only your own bloodline can stop you, and then The Rock comes in, you get a WrestleMania program, <clears throat> maybe The Rock wins it, I don't know, probably because it's the freaking Rock, but... Also, he's The Rock, and he's a huge movie star, so I don't know. But uh, I do want uh, the Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. I'm predicting that they're going to be setting that up for WrestleMania. Uh, they're, they seem to just be teasing it now, uh, but I feel like it's way too early to get that going. And I feel like it should that should be a WrestleMania match, like Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. That would be pretty amazing. After that, we get Riddle versus Finn Balor. Uh, shenanigans take place by Damien, but Rey Mysterio runs down. He's been in a feud with fucking Judgment Day forever, so he's coming down. Rey Mysterio takes out Damien Priest 
We get a GTS from from Riddle. Okay, very nice. Seth runs down to interfere. Finn takes advantage. Hits the coup de grace for the W. Oh, damn it. Well, at least Judgment Day is starting to get some, some momentum behind them. So at least a win is good for Judgment Day. It was a solid match. I, I It could have went longer. I, I like both competitors in the ring. Don't like Finn Balor much as a, as a personality. But the match was solid. After the, after the match, we get Seth stomps in Riddle's skull. He's talking some mad shit, and this rivalry shall continue onward, so they're not done with each other yet. I'm guessing that uh, we're going to have them fight at Extreme Rules in some sort of Extreme Rules match. After that, we get Dom in a video segment. He delivers this, like, really awkwardly paced promo against his jefe and Edge. If you don't know what jefe is, his dad, I think. Anyway, that's what he said. And, I, and he was talking about Ray, so uh, it, that adds up that it's his dad. Ripley answers, uh, sorry, Ripley appears, and she whispers this, like, weird, I don't know, what the fuck she's whispering in Dom's ear. I really wanted her just to, like, do the full face lick right there. I thought it would have been just money, but... Oh, well, didn't get a face lick, but it made me giggle just the thought of her licking Dominic's face. It would have been so funny. It was fine, though, uh, the, the video package. It, it was interesting. I'm, I am still interested to see where this storyline's going forward. It's still too early to say if this is going to be bad or not, but heal Dominic Mysterio. Um... Interesting, interesting. The only thing that I'm really liking about Dominique right now, and I, I noticed this, I know he's had this hairstyle for a while, but it, it reminds me of Eddie Guerrero back in the day when he had the long mullet and the shaved sides. Like, yeah, I kind of like the way, and honestly, I think a really cool storyline would be like for um, Dominic to just say, like, you're you're not my real father, like, even though you won me in that ladder match. Uh, I'm, I still want to be Eddie's son, or I don't know. I don't know if you can really bring Eddie into it onto Dom's side because that would like everyone loves Eddie. So I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. Damage control: Eo and Dakota Kai with Bailey, of course. They're going up against Rodriguez and Aaliyah. This is for the women's tag team championships. Oh my! Raquel just barely gets Aaliyah up for the gorilla press. Like, oh my goodness, she was struggling. I, th I was like, oh, oh. Oh, she's gonna drop her and nope she just barely is able to throw her over the top onto damage control nice save there from rodriguez giving that a thumbs up it was a cool spot but uh yeah almost dropped her bailey saves her team from losing and dakota pins Aaliyah and no women's tag team champs damage control so I don't really know why they're just going to put the titles on them now. I feel like you should have just put the titles on them at the pay-per-view. I feel like it made... I didn't understand why they picked uh, Aaliyah and Rodri... Like, I, I I, guess that's wrong. I understand why they did it, but I just feel like it made no sense. I feel like that tournament was designed to make damage control Bailey that whole return and make them look as strong as possible. And to have them not come out of that as the champions and then have them win the championships like three weeks later... Makes no sense to me. So that big win for Rodriguez and Aaliyah just looks like a wet fart now. Just like won it. And then three weeks later, they lose the titles to the people that should have won it in the first place, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, good for damage control. I'm happy they're the champions because I felt they should have been the champs in the first place. I don't know what's going to be the future for Rodriguez and Aaliyah. I don't like Rodriguez's uh, gimmick right now. I'm hoping for a heel turn maybe on on for Rodriguez and she turns on Aaliyah because I don't know what you're doing with Rodriguez. Just all she does is smile and show off her back. 
So that's not a gimmick. It's really, really boring. And all she has is her is the fact that she's really strong. And like, that's not a strong enough gimmick. Ha, get it? But um, seriously, she can't just be strong and flexing her back muscles and smiling. I want her to get back to a little bit more what she was in NXT. Just like go out there, talk shit, kick ass beat the shit out of everybody, dominate, and then, yeah, I don't like what's going on with Raquel right now, so I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Aaliyah and uh, Rodriguez going forward. What do you guys think they're going to do? I, I'm confused. Everything seems weird right now between in this tag team division right now. Uh, they even get a big old fireworks celebration, so again, what the hell, man? Like, you should have just gave it to Damage Control at the fucking tournament, gave them... It, I don't know. I'm going to give it a thumbs down because it just makes no sense. I mean, the match was fine, but I don't know. Uh, I guess the Raquel and Aaliyah experiment is over for now. We'll see if they end up splitting because it's kind of they were kind of just a mashed-up tag team in the first place. So uh, it was a fine tag match overall. Happy to see that damage control uh, with the belts. Like I said, felt like they should have had it initially, so it's good that they have them now. Just uh, makes Raquel and Aaliyah look a little bit like, what the fuck's, what the fuck? Uh, Ray talks to Dominique, but Don <clears throat> just ignores him. And then Rhea comes in and just takes him away. So, just being a total dickhead, Dom. Like, just not, not even staring at your dad. Like, oh my god, son. Why won't you look at me? Unbelievable. You're so rude right now. Let's go to your room. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, we get shoosh. Shoosh, please. Alpha Academy, Chad Gable going up against my man, Johnny Gargano. First time he's been back in the ring in over nine months. So I was, uh, they announced this last week. I've been excited for this all week, so let's get into it. Johnny hits the Springbird VD, uh, wow. John, I was so excited, I just, I had a little bit, I blacked out, I'm sorry. Johnny hits the Springboard DDT for the victory, so... Uh, obviously, Johnny's going to get the win here, but I guess he's going to be using that that springboard DDT for a finish now. Uh, as you know, I'm not a big fan of DDT finishers, but Johnny has a lovely DDT, and Chad sold it beautifully. Like, he just fucking absolutely top of the head, fucking lawn darted himself right into the mat. Beautiful. Thumbs up for that, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, Johnny, it's a great DDT. It's, like, it's, it's unique. It's different. It's not just a... A lame, like, Alexa Bliss DDT. But anyway, good return match for Johnny Wrestling. I, I enjoyed it. Really like Chad Gable, man. Underrated in the ring. Don't get to see enough of him in the ring. Excellent seller. 7 out of 10. Then we get Mr. Money in the Bank. Theory jumps Johnny Wrestling after the match. So these two have been having some beef over the last couple weeks. Uh, they, they were friends in NXT, but now bitter enemies. Theory gets in the ring. He's talking some shit until deedle a dee, deedle a dee. It's Kevin Owens. Interrupts that baloney. He's not having it. Kevin goes absolutely off on Theory, dude. It was fucking awesome. Uh, the fists start flying, and Theory is all bloodied up. I think he actually broke his nose right there. Oh, hell yeah. Did you like that? That's my, that's my, uh. That's my Stone Cold. Uh, KO, dude. Oh, my goodness. He is on pure fire right now. I, I literally cannot get enough of this guy. His promos are just dynamite. They're so... Re he's, he's literally just speaking from the heart right now. He is giving it his all, and I absolutely love Kevin Owens right now. Thumbs up, and I love you, Kevin. So good. Bianca Belair is offering up an open challenge for her title. Who's it gonna be? Well, it's gonna be Sonya Deville, Okay. Okay, I'm down with Sonya Deville, man. I like Sonya Deville, so I'm giving that a thumbs up. It could have been anybody. It could have been fucking 
Natalia or I don't know Lita would have been nice I don't know but uh Sonya Deville now versus Belair for the Raw Women's Championship so let's get into this another title match Sonya tries but she's no match for Belair she drops Sonya with the KOD and she retains her title uh solid match not a lot of highlights just a pretty standard match solid match I still like you Sonya but Bianca is better Bailey arrives, she talks some shit to Bianca, and then a whole crew, the whole crew swarms the ring and jumps Bianca. So there, uh, there's your new opponent. Hopefully it's going to be Bailey. Uh, then the baby faces run down, Asuka and Bliss run down for the save. Bailey gets cornered and slammed. The good ladies win. Dear, dear, dear. Okay, good stuff. Damage, damn damage control. Jesus, I am all over the place. Damn damage control, you were having a, a great night. And then y'all just fucking go out and got beat down. You got new titles. Everything was coming up Millhouse. Then you come out. You you overdid it. And then you got beat down. Now you look stupid. Now we... Oh, this is good. So we got Almost versus just these two dudes. And literally, man, it was so perfect. My, my Sportsnet uh, stream had technical dif difficulties for literally the exact moment the three count was called so i didn't have to watch an almost match i kind of i'm gonna have to say thank you sportsnet you spared me from having to watch just a terrible 14 15 second fucking squash match i dislike almost very much so please get mvp off of him it's it's mvp is a, is a fantastic he's he could be a fantastic manager for someone i i don't i think they should have never taken him off bobby lashley but whatever after that, we get Seth Rollins. Uh, he is interviewed backstage until Bobby Lashley appears. He's saying he's the face of the company now. They bicker a bit. Seth says the U.S. title wasn't exactly the title he was after. So, wink, wink. He was talking about Roman. Little little nudge there. Uh, but he says he'll take a shot at Lashley. No big deal. And, uh, and the U.S. title. He'll take that home. Not a big deal. I'll take the extra moolah. All right. That should, that should be a pretty good match. Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm down for that. Next up, we got Miz. He is interviewed. He and Maurice are at their home. Uh, his daughters are running around. It's fucking crazy. Uh, they're, they are staying at home because they're fucking terrified of Dexter Loomis. He's been stalking them for the last few weeks. I literally watched Dexter Loomis in Toronto grab the Miz and choke him out and drag him through the crowd. And off he went into the darkness, never to be seen for a week anyway. Uh, Miz is absolutely livid about saying Dexter's name. Like the uh, the chicks, the the ladies trying to talk, uh, inter interview him, and she's like, "Well, what do you think about Dexter?" He's like, "Don't you say that! Don't you say that name!" So he ditches the interview. They drive off. The camera pans back to the house, and guess who's inside? It's fucking Loomis, and he's drawing a picture. Oh dear, he's a pretty good drawer, I must say. He's pretty good. Uh, oh man, dude. Uh, this weird little rivalry rivalry continues, and I I'm starting to like it, man. It's entertaining. The Miz is a very entertaining guy, man. He I, I can't I can't deny it. He's 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 great. I like the Miz a lot. Uh, just depend like especially now, man. Now that I don't know, it seems like the reins are off. He's not just focused on his TV shows and 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 promoing and and focusing on his TV shows and Miz talks. Like now we get to see him in the ring. We get to see him talk more and without a script. And he's fantastic, man. He is. He's just not. It's just a shame that I don't think he's ever main event level. I think he's just a very awesome mid card heel. Like very entertaining. He can wrestle with anyone and have a fine match. And yeah, I think he was one of the also one of the better Intercontinental Champions that I've I've seen since I've been over the last half decade. He was probably one of the better Inter Intercontinental Champions I've seen. Him and Seth Rollins were both very good. 
Okay, so we get to the main event now. It is Edge versus Dominic Mysterio. Oh, baby. Here we go. It's beginning. Rhea holds onto Dom's foot to save him from taking a superplex. And Edge just goes, derp. He just falls down. It was really funny, and I'm giving that a thumbs up. A really cool little save there from Rhea Ripley. I enjoyed that. Dom pretty much just, like, throws himself in the ring post. Uh, a little bit of a miscue there, um, but it, it looked really fun. It made me giggle, so. Uh, Dom gets tied uh, gets tied up into the ropes, and Edge is just laying into an absolutely helpless Dominic Mysterio. Laying the smack down on him, as, as if you will, if you will, Keen. Uh, Rey Mysterio comes out yet again to try and help, uh, try and stop the beatdown. <laughs> Can you imagine he comes down and just starts beating down with Edge? That would have been awesome. Uh, Judgment Day all come out for uh, and for the save. And then all hail breaks loose, King. Back out. Back out. And, and then uh, they get Edge, lay his ankle across a chair, and then, and then Finn delivers a coup de grace onto Edge's leg. Looks like he fucking broke his leg. Looked awesome. And uh, holy shit. Edge's leg is absolutely destroyed. Uh, apparently, he's uh, contracted to be written off a TV every once in a while. <clears throat> so this is going to be... <coughs> Excuse me. This is going to be one of those times. Uh, so I'm sad about that, but um, I guess it is what it is. You know, he, I, he can't be wrestling at full schedule, but I enjoyed the way that they uh, took, a, took him off. A uh, cool way to uh, just have the coup de grace basically uh, break his ankle across the chair. Very cool. Thumbs up for that. Uh, there was a match going on before all this mess took place. It was it was pretty entertaining overall, the match. Nothing special, but it was entertaining. Edge is in it, so it's always good. Edge ain't no spring chicken no more, but he's still got a fun match out of the rookie Dom. So Edge can make, make anybody look good. I'm not saying that Dom is particularly bad. He's just not, like, good, you know? He's, like... I wouldn't say he's WWE, uh, like, high-end, like, that. not AEW, like, I don't know. He's a lower-end tier wrestler, but he's young and he's learning, so we'll see. The show overall was okay, uh, not bad, but nothing special. Lots of storyline progression this week. I am liking most of the storylines they are building. Seth and Riddle is still really heated. Uh, they more than likely are going to have that Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules, of course. Uh, Kevin Owens was the star of this show in my eyes. He is just absolutely on fire. He is blowing me away. Uh, matches, promos, <clears throat> just... <clears throat> Dude is absolutely motivated, like... Goddamn, Kevin Owens, like, get this guy more airtime, get this guy into main event, uh, let's get him into a main event storyline as soon as possible, good lord. And, uh, dude, he, the, the promo that he delivered on Riddle was, was my favorite part of the show by far, like, that, just how fired up he got, like, oh, he's so good, man, thumbs up for that. And, of course, it was great to see Johnny Wrestling back in action. He and Gable had the best match, and thankfully, Sportsnet spared me from watching an almost match. So, thank you very much for that. It would have brought the score probably down a little bit, but I'm going to give the show overall a 6 out of 10. Uh, you know, it wasn't the best show, but not bad. Let's move on to NXT. This was uh, 2.0's one-year anniversary show, so I guess uh, congratulations are in order uh i don't know you can't it's it's weird it's been nxt for so long and they're doing a one-year anniversary for it whatever anyway but they're kicking it off in good fashion we're starting off with a steel cage match got the creed bros versus pretty deadly this is going to be for the nxt tag team championships oh baby so we get this nasty fucking powerbomb into the cage from brutus that was awesome uh, thumbs up for that. Wicked springboard backflip slam from Julius. Holy jumping. Another thumbs up. 
get a superplex off the top of the cage to Julius. Oh my goodness, dude. Julius is like, uh, he is one of my more preferred wrestlers on the roster. He has been on fire the last few weeks. Holy shit, another thumbs up. And then out of nowhere, well, I guess not out of nowhere, but Kemp comes down and tries to, uh, and ties Julius to the top of the cage. He uh, gets uh, the, the, what do you call them, handcuffs, and he chains them up to the cage, leaving Brutus all alone. So Brutus tries his best to hang in there. He he gets in some, some, some shots, but uh, he eats the spilt milk, I think, twice, and pretty deadly retain the titles while... Uh, Julius is just sitting there helpless chained up to the to the fence so wow this was a brutal fast-paced match Creed Brothers are two balls of pure adrenaline man like honestly I hated these two at the beginning now I, I actually really really enjoy these two one of the strongest tag teams on NXT if not probably the best tag team on NXT right now they are excellent I, I must say good for them uh, sadly, they didn't get the job done. They didn't get the win, but uh, it was a good match. Cool finish, uh, having Kemp chain Julius to the cage. Lots of good spots, lots of hard hits. Used the cage very well. I'm giving this match a 8 out of 10. Great match. Next up, you got backstage. You got Lee, Wesley, Gacy, and Vaughn Wagner. They're backstage waiting to see who won the vote to face Carmelo Hayes for the title later on. There was supposed to be a fan vote. I voted for Wesley, and Wesley ended up winning the vote. Oh, fuck yeah, of course. It was all me. It was obviously my vote that got him the win there because I'm the best. Gacy says some weird-ass shit to Lee, but uh, he doesn't really give a shit. Lee is just like, whatever, dude. Just get the fuck away from me, you weirdo. Next up, you got Lash Legend versus Fallon Henley. Uh, nice little moment there. Fallon Henley and Briggs and Jensen come out with one of the Connors, Connors, Connor cure, Connors cure uh, members. Sadly, you know, it's a sick child's foundation, but a child was out there with Briggs, Jensen, and Henley. He's a massive fan of NXT, so he's out there living one of his biggest dreams. So very nice little thing there for that young fan. Uh, overall, though, the match was quick. Henley hits the big old kick for the victory. It was a men match. It was more about just having the nice moment for the for the child there. But Henley and crew run into toxic attraction. We get a little bit of shit talk between Henley and Mandy Rose. So, I don't know. Are they teasing uh, Henley maybe going into a program with Mandy Rose in the future? Possibly next up. I'm not sure. Just yet. Next up, you got Toxic Attraction. They're in the ring. They're talking some mad shit, y'all. Mad shit about everyone on the roster. Really funny. Uh, thumbs up for that. Until Alba Fire has heard enough. She comes out and seriously, guys, she's got the best Scottish accent I've ever heard in the business. That's more of an Irish accent. But seriously, she's got a unbelievably thick Scottish accent. And she comes down like an absolute badass gets right into Mandy Rose's face with a baseball bat, just shoves it right in her face, shoves it into all the other Toxic Attraction's face. It was awesome. And buddy, looks like we got a new challenger here, an Alba Fire. And I am into this Alba Fire, man. Look her up. She's got fiery red hair. She's got a really cool look. Comes out with a baseball bat. Like I said, she's got a super thick Scottish accent. It's fucking awesome. I'm a big fan of Alba Fire. I'm excited to see her going into a program with um, with Mandy Rose. So I guess not yet for Henley, but possibly in the future. But I dug this spot here. Thumbs up. Alba looked like a fucking badass. 
Oh, baby. Here we go. We get Cora Jade, my boo, my baby. I love you, Cora. Get a video segment from her. She is chirping every single woman on the roster. Fucking loved it. Thumbs up. I absolutely adore Cora Jade. Then we get uh, Wendy Chu and Lash Legend. They're getting into it backstage. And I have to admit, Wendy is... I've said it before, she is a very entertaining, and yet again, she is very entertaining here. She's a very unique character. I love the sleepy, uh, not caring. She's kind of like, I don't know if, if it's appropriate, but kind of like WWE's female version of Orange Cassidy. Not as over the top as Orange, but she's quirky, man. She's very interesting. I like her character. Thumbs up for this spot. Oh, baby. Now we get the, the debut of Quincy Elliott. So we've been getting a lot of video segments about this guy uh apparently he's been on nxt next he's been uh, i do not watch nxt next i just don't have the time to uh get all all that kind of extra programming in with all the stuff that i watch and, and life and all that good shit but uh, i've been watching the video segments of quincy elliott looks like a very unique character uh has been saying he's going to debut here s soon so here we go here's the debut of quincy elliott uh he got one hell of an outfit on getting some modern day like gold dust vibes out of quincy elliott here it's got like the big one piece jumpsuit he's he even did kind of like some gold dust stuff but uh yeah get this big old yokozuna slam ass slam in the corner and the w for quincy elliott uh yeah very interesting character that's for sure i enjoyed it man i'm very interested to see where this is going thumbs up mellow and trick williams they jump wesley and, uh, yeah, they beat him down pretty good. Uh, he Will he be able to make it to his match later on tonight? He's he's the winner, and he's going to be facing Mello later for his title. So Mello and Trick decide, let's get the job done before he can get a match in against us. So they jump him, rough him up really bad, y'all. So I don't know if he's going to be able to make it later. Now we see Stax and Tony D. They're going up against Cameron Grimes. Just Cameron Grimes. <laughs> he has no partner for this match. Until a little bit later on, who comes out? God damn it. It's fucking Joe Gacy. He comes down to be his partner. Oh, man. I don't know about this. But honestly, uh, Grimes and Gacy, they tear it up together in the ring. Uh, they, they, were, they were really hot for a second there. Lots of They gelled really well. They got some pretty hot, fast offense in. I, I enjoyed it. It was a thumbs up. I, I begrudgingly give it a thumbs up. They beat Tony D and Stax. It was a fine match. Not too bad. After after the match, Gacy wants to hug it out with Grimes. And the crowd is super hot, man. They want that fucking hug. They're like, hug, hug, hug. And no hug. No way, Jose. Grimes doesn't want that noise. No hug. So the Dyads jump him and they beat down Cameron Grimes. God damn it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting to see uh, the Grimes and Gacy situation. It continues onward. I was hoping that they were going to move on. Grimes is going to go on against Tony D, but I don't know. I think they're, it's, I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. With that beatdown, it really hurts the fa uh, the idea of, of Grimes maybe possibly joining with Gacy. Still really have no idea what they're going for here, but it was okay. Next up, we get my fucking boy, J.D. McDonough. He's got a video segment. He's getting all groomed up at the Baba shop. He's getting a nice shave done. And uh, he is still determined to go after Braun Breaker. Hell yeah. And, of course, in just that weird J.D. style, he gets, like, nicked while he's getting shaved. And he's bleeding. And he's like, oh, I don't even give a fuck. Like, 
That's like I that's one of my fears why I would never want to get shaved at a barbershop like with the straight razor like oh god like j shaving in general scares the shit out of me but that's why I always have a beard but I I do trim I like to keep it trimmed up but anyway um yeah dude I want JD McDonough for NXT champ this guy is fucking awesome dude like I love JD McDonough can't wait uh hopefully that this uh rivalry is continuing because dude JD McDonough is so entertaining I love him Next up, you got Braun Breaker. He's interviewed about his first year in NXT. He had a very successful year, man. Like, um, I'm all right with Braun Breaker. I just think that they pushed him too fast. He showed up. He got the world title, I think, within two or three months. Like, really, really fast. He was, I just felt it was too quick. Way too fast. Now he's a two-time NXT champion. The title reigns have been okay. His matches have been okay. His personality is it's okay i had some really good highs but it's kind of getting bland i don't know there's i just i'm more into other people on the roster more so like braun breaker probably falls somewhere in like the mid-level for me on the roster there's just a lot of other people that i'm more interested in right now anyway now we go to nikita lyons and zoe stock versus kiana james and ariana grace and i must say man nikita lyons out of nowhere has lost a noticeable amount of weight she looks great really tightened up I didn't think she really needed to lose any weight. I must, I, I have to say, uh, excuse me. I kind of liked the way she looked before she lost all of the weight. I don't know like how much weight we're talking here, like maybe 10, 10, 15 pounds, but it's a noticeable amount. She looks really good. I just thought she looked fine before. Like she had a very, like a, she wasn't like, she's not skinny, but, and she's not fat. She's just like, she has a thick, body i guess she just has a unique body and i liked it but she lost weight she looks really good so good for her so back to the match nikita and starks win this match they look good in the ring together you know solid match uh starks has been dealing with a lot of injury troubles you know she just came back from a nine month long injury and then she tweaked her knee or her foot or something so she was off uh, for another few weeks, she missed out on that women's tag team tournament, sadly. So, yeah, she really needs to stay healthy. And Nikita Lyons, I believe, was dealing with a little bit of injury trouble. But uh, she spent her time off really well. She lost the weight. So, anyway, just want these two to stay healthy because I'm a fan of both of these female wrestlers. Now we got Grayson Waller. He is backstage waiting to see who's going to be voted the best NXT star of the year or breakout star or whatever. And uh, he's eliminated from the vote. And uh, he flips his fucking shit. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Thumbs up for that. Grayson Waller, he's he's entertaining. I, he's fine. I like him. Now we got a couple of the, the newer guys that I've been liking quite a bit recently. We got Big Body Javi. He's going up against Hank Walker. Let me tell you about this Hank Walker guy, man. So he's just like this bodyguard that... Um, he's just around. He's just like a bodyguard that's... I forget who he's guarding right now, but uh, crowd absolutely fucking loves this guy. Absolutely loves him. He's they're going absolutely insane for this guy. Go Hank, Hank, Hank. They're going crazy. He comes out. He comes out with no music. He's just wearing street clothes. Got a black T-shirt on. Fucking security shirt and some jeans. And it's fucking hilarious, dude. He looks and he literally looks like Seth Rogen when he's wrestling. Like. Not like if you're just staring at him, like he's got a little bit of Seth Rogen, but when he's like wrestling and you see some of the emotions on his face, I was like, <laughs> like that's Seth Rogen wrestling in the ring. But uh, yeah, made me giggle. 
Hank pops the shirt off. He's got just like a regular ass body, man. Looks like me, like a little bit of a tummy. You know, he's not fucking shredded. He's not ripped. He's not, he doesn't have abs. He's got a little bit of flab on him. He's a regular ass looking dude. And the crowd is fucking losing it for this guy. It's awesome. I love it. Hank goes absolutely ham and he gets the W. Hell yeah, dude. Hank Walker. Fans love this guy. And honestly, I really, I'm a big fan of this guy too. Uh, I like the idea that they're what what they're doing with this guy, just kind of a regular ass dude. You know, he's just a security guard, but he he I don't know, he's very interesting. He's very he very much so has my attention. Thumbs up. The match was a lot of fun, but it was a very it was a very basic match. You know, no nothing no very nothing special at all. He was a very very basic, but it was a lot of fun. The crowd was absolutely adoring it so these two dudes are both guys as well from nxt next as far as what my wife told me she doesn't watch it but she does a little bit of intel for me she's very useful i love you my wife i love you so much um but yeah that's what she told me so yeah basic match anyway braun breaker though is the one he has voted for nxt breakout star of the year uh that's fine pretty predictable now me personally i would have gave it to jd mcdonough that dude is just unbelievable i have a total man crush on him he is gorgeous he is so fucking sexy you just just look him up you'll know what i'm talking about the hair the hair unbelievable hair all right, main event time. Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Wes Lee for the North American Championship. So, like I said earlier, uh, Melo and Trick jumped Wes Lee. And, uh, yeah, turns out he won't be able to wrestle tonight. So, that fucking sucks. I was actually really excited to see Wes Lee fight Carmelo Hayes for the title. I thought maybe he'd be able to win it. So, who's up next? It's Solo Sokoa. He got next. Solo versus Hayes now for the North American title. The crowd is going a little fucking crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Solo Sokoa is back? Like, whoa. I thought maybe they would just pick one of the guys that was supposed to be voted in. Like, Von Wagner or um, whoever the fuck the other guy was. But I thought maybe they would have picked one of them. But no. Solo Sokoa is back down. Even though he just got called back up. Looks like he's going to be pulling a little bit of double duty. That's fine with me. I'm fine with Solo Sokoa. So, um... Yeah, dude, let's get into this match. We get the thunderous slap by Solo Sokoa. Just whack! I'm gonna slap you silly, bitch! Thumbs up for that. Loved it. We get a lovely, absolutely lovely Samoan drop by Solo. He got Hayes sky high on this. Threw him up in the air and wham! Slammed him down real nice. Very clean. Very nicely done there by Solo. Giving him a thumbs up for that. And then Solo on the top rope. Hits the huge Samoan splash. And no! North American champion. Oh my goodness, I did not see that coming. Uh, Solo Sokoa. Whoa. Honestly, I am a bit shocked, dude. I'm not mad. Congrats, Solo. It was a good-ass match. I enjoyed it. Uh, just didn't see Melo was going to drop this tonight. I, I thought... Or against, I thought he was going to drop it to Wesley, but at once uh, he was out of the match and Solo came out, I was like, oh, okay, maybe not to Solo, but uh, nope, new champ. So yeah, very interesting, uh, 7 out of 10. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, more gold added to the bloodline. Now he's going to have an NXT, so I guess he's going to be playing double duty. It's going to make Solo look better on, on Raw and SmackDown, wherever he is on main TV with the Bloodline. It's going to make him look better that he has a title to carry around. So, no, oh, it makes sense to me. I'm fine with it. Uh, the finish of the show, 
uh, sorry, we finish off the show showing the logo is going back to the original gold, white, and black. As far as I know, that's what it looked like they were teasing there. So that is a fuck yeah. That is a thumbs up for me. It's not that I, I hated the rebranding. I, I really liked the colors. I thought the colors and everything were good. I just thought that is something you could have done for 205 Live. It would have fitted that branding, that style, because it's a high-flying thing. NXT was always about grittiness dark uh yeah and that was the black and gold brand it was that was it and then they changed it to this colorful and it just i just it did not fit the personality of nxt yes i like the color scheme i thought it looked really cool and everything just in my person person for my personal opinion did not work at all for what nxt is uh as a brand what it's supposed to be as a brand i just didn't think the colors worked for it what it was trying to say but uh, as far as I know, going back to uh, gold, a little bit more white than black, but they still have the black. So gold, white, and black look like they're going forward for the logo. So I'm super into that. That is awesome. So one year of NXT 2.0 is down. And yeah, dude, it was a very shaky start. Very, very shaky. Uh, lots of new talent coming in. Lots of new personalities. It, uh, it was a rebuild situation virtually. A lot of, lot of new talent. A lot of old guys leaving. And uh, yeah, dude, it was a shaky start. Lots of it just took some time to get used to some of the new people. Took some time for some of the new talents to get into their roles. And honestly, uh, I feel like they stuck the landing at the end of the year. Uh, so overall, I thought it was a pretty all right year for 2.0 overall. Not definitely a big downfall from uh, those those prime black and gold era of like Johnny Gargano and Champa and Champa and all those guys. Uh, big downfall from that, but. As expected, because all those guys were leaving, we were rebranding. We're basically going through a hockey rebuild here. Like, all out with the old, in with the new prospects. We got all these new people. So, I, I felt like, I knew it was going to be a little tough, but I felt like they did a, a fine job overall. Uh, the future does look really bright for the black and gold brand, though. Uh, that is for sure. The, now, with Triple H in, back in control of his baby, things have been looking very good over the last month. Uh, the show is back on track. I'm much more interested. Characters are a lot more interesting. They're developing very nicely. Storylines have been, for the most part, better. Still some things unquestioning, but uh, yeah. Good show this week. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And congratulations to NXT 2.0 on one year down. All right, AEW time. We got Dynamite. This is taking place in Albany, New York. Uh, surprisingly, I was expecting a big ovation for Taz. I didn't see it on on the episode it more than likely happened prior when the commentating team comes out but sadly i didn't see a big happy uh thing for taz i thought it was, i think this is his hometown area i don't know but anyway moving on the show kicks off in excellent fashion as always with dynamite we got john moxley versus sammy guevara this is the aew championship tournament thing this is one of the matches so Sammy coming out alone for this match. No Jericho Appreciation Society. Not his wife. Just Sammy Guevara. So we'll see how long that lasts. So Moxley slams Sammy's head down onto the apron. And Sammy's neck twists like awkwardly. But he seems to be fine. He's a freaking rubber band. So he just bounces right back up. Just made me go, oh Jesus Christ. Like every time I see a neck bend that way, I just go, oh God, I don't like that. 
We get a ridiculous double jump springboard cutter from Sammy. Uh, dude, I have to admit, this guy is absolutely ridiculous at times in the ring. Some of the stuff he can do high-flying is just insane. He's so good at it some at, at times. He's, he's a little clunky at times in the ring, He's he, but when he shines, dude, it's insane. Thumbs up for that. And oh no, here it comes. Here comes Anna Jay and Ty Conte. They run down. They cause a distraction, and Ty kicks Mox right in the ding-ding. Oh my goodness. Guevara takes advantage but misses the Swanton Bomb. Mox reverses the GTH, nails the Death Rider for the W. Moxley will advance in the tournament, and man, this was a great match. Beat the fucking shit out of each other as expected with any Moxley match. And of course, we get a lot of that awesome high flying out of Sammy Guevara. Really like the match, giving it a thumbs up and an 8 out of 10. Great match. Next up, oh boy, here he comes, MJF time, and he is ultra pissed. He's got a microphone, and oh boy, he's going to be dropping some bombs. Here we go. He's talking mad trash about Albany and John Moxley. Thumbs up, fucking hilarious, made me giggle. He introduces his new friend, Stokely Hathaway, and The Firm is what they're calling themselves. Thumbs down, I fucking hate Stokely Hathaway, god damn it. I am not impressed that he is involved with MJF right now, but yeah. Boo Hathaway. Could he could we possibly consider the proposition of replacing Stokely with MJF? Anyone with me here? Can we just like delete Stokely Hathaway, insert MJF into that role, and then the firm would be fucking awesome. Uh, anyway, St Stokely goes on about his connections, blah, blah, blah. No one gives a shit. Then he then he goes to each member of the firm and hypes them up. W. Morrissey, The Ass Boys, Ethan Page, and Lee Moriarty are the guys that make up the firm. And uh, MGF has just vanished. He vanished into thin air. He gone. He gone. I have no idea where he went. He just passed it off to Stokely. I didn't see him leave. He just fucking vanished. Um, everything was good with MJF until, until Stokely and the firm came out, and then that just ruined the whole spot for me. So I'm giving it a thumbs down. But uh, thumbs up for MJF. Thumbs down for Stokely. Now we got Jungle Boy versus Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is out there with Sanjay Dutt and the monstrous 7'4 Sing guy. Lethal with a backbreaker on the turnbuckle. That was really fucking cool. I like that spot. Jungle Boy has a whole bunch of uh, back tape. Is all taped up. His back is all hurt and injured. So dropping him lovely right on the sweet spot of his lower back right on the turnbuckle. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Great spot. Jungle Boy kicks out of the elbow drop from Jay Lethal. Holy crap. I, I don't know if anyone, not many people kick out of that elbow drop, but uh, Jungle Boy does here. He fights back, locks in the snare trap, and Lethal taps out. Good win for the for Jungle Boy. Good match overall. Lethal working the, the injured back was really well done overall throughout the match, I thought. Lots of near falls, and I feel like the right amount of interference. Not too much, but obviously there was going to be some with uh, all those guys out there. But yeah, not too much. Just the right amount. 7 out of 10. Good match. Now we got ba -ba 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 Powerhouse Hobbs versus Matt DeMar DeMartino. I'm going to give him the award for the best Italian name in AEW right now. Powerhouse absolutely destroys poor DeMartino, but Powerhouse cuts his lips somehow in like eight seconds. Don't know. I didn't see what he freaking did, but his mouth is bleeding or, or something like that. Ricky Stocks. 
He's walking down from the crowd like an absolute G unit, just glasses on, got the strut, crowds going banana all around him, and he could not give one fuck. He walks in the ring, drops absolute bombs on, on Hobbs, then bonks him on the head with a microphone. <laughs> Made me laugh. Great little spot there, giving that a thumbs up. Next, you got Swerve in Our Glory versus the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix and Penta. This is for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. My, my, my. This should be a doozy. We get a double stomp to the yam bags for on uh, of Lee. That's that's what Taz called it, the old yam bags. So uh, thumbs up there for that spot. Good selling from um, fucking Keith Lee right there. He's just, oh, my yam bags. Swerve in our glory nailed the power slam combo for the W. They retain retain their titles. This was a good match. Uh, you know, I've seen much better matches, much better chemistry from the Lucha Bros with other tag teams, but they still have a good match here, giving it a 7 out of 10. Then the Acclaim arrive. Caster buries the champs and then wants the champs uh, to have... Uh, sorry. Champs, they want to have another fight with the champions. There you go. Uh, sounds good to me. I am down with the Acclaim right now. They seem to be leveling up in the company. They're hot. Crowd loves them. Uh, they've been very, very entertaining since uh, they've arrived in AEW. I believe they've been there basically since the beginning, and my wife and I have been huge fans of them since since they've arrived. We're big fans of their rapping. It's very, very entertaining. Love these guys. Thumbs up. All-Atlantic champion Pac is interviewed backstage, but he's interrupted by a vicious orange punch to the face. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. How are you? Oh, snap. Orange versus Pac should be good. I, I, that's what they're setting up here. Looks like Orange is going to be uh, fighting Pac possibly for the All-Atlantic championship. That should be some good shit. Can't wait for that. Next up, you got Serena Deeb and Britt Baker. They're going up against Athena and Tony Storm in a tag team match. Baker during a Baker during a distraction is able to boink Storm in the head with a chair, get a roll up, and the Doctor and Serena Deeb win this match. So a victory over the champion. Um, goddamn, looks good. This was a very stiff match, man. Woo! Goodness gracious. B beat red chests all around. This was a very good match. Uh, right up my alley. I love these hard-hitting matches. Uh, women not shy of beating the shit out of each other here, especially in AEW. I loved it. Seven and a half out of ten. After the match, Britt beating down Tony Storm. And Hater runs down with a chair. Oh my goodness, she's going to save the champion. But, oh no! She smacks Tony Storm with the chair. Oh man. I guess Hater is over her fight with Britt Baker, and they are best friends again. Okay, so I guess not yet. Maybe soon here in the future we're going to get Hater versus Britt Baker. I am dying for that program. It would be so fucking good, dude. Uh, I've been recently getting a lot uh, a lot better look at Jamie Hater. I'm falling in love with her. She's very solid in the ring. I love her attitude and on in the microphone. She's uh, very, very entertaining. I like her very much. So I would love to see her get into a, a program with Britt Baker, but not yet. She's. Uh, it seems that they are best friends yet again. For now. For now. Okay, main event time, baby. We got Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson, y'all. This is eight in another AEW tournament match. We get big old kicks to the chest to Chris Jericho right out of the gate. 
chest is beat red instantly absolutely beat red just instantaneously made me laugh it's like wow fucking two solid kicks to the chest red thumbs up for that we get a big old collision in the middle of the ring both men are down i have, i love those spots thumbs up for that Brian Danielson eating elbows to the face for breakfast. No selling those things like an absolute beast. It just fires him up. He just stands up. Ate a solid 15 good solid elbows right to the mouth. Not a big deal. Thumbs up for that. Danielson lands hard on his heel on the outside. Doctors try to check on Brian, but Chris Jericho, like a shark smelling blood in the water, attacks the injured foot. So he pushes the doctors like, get the hell out of my way! And just goes for that foot. Chris uh, has Brian beat, but Danielson counters into the into the label lock, and Chris Jericho taps. Oh man, mercy! What a stiff match. Goodness gracious! Again, another match right up my alley. I could watch these two fight again and again. I would love to see these two in like an Iron Man match. That would be so, oh, I'd cream my corn for that. But this match, thumbs up. Absolutely loved it beat red chests all around very physical match good story told in the ring and a really great finish giving this match a 8 out of 10 great match then moxley comes down he shakes brian danielson's hand and they will face each other for the vacant aew world heavyweight championship oh my god so a these two are both in a stable together. They're both in Blackpool Fight Club, so they have mutual respect for each other, but they will not they are going to beat the fucking shit out of each other, dude. I am expecting this match to be match of the year quality. I am very I have a lot of uh, expectations for this match. I know these two are going to deliver. They will not let us down. As to who I think is going to be the champion, I think they're going to give it to Brian Danielson. I think Moxley needs a break. He's been holding up the company now for at least a year while Omega has been away. Uh, Moxley has been the MVP, in my opinion, of the company for, for the last year. And Bryanson has been uh, top five in the company since he's arrived. So I think it's time for Bryanson. Uh, is that his name now? Brian? No. Daniel. Brian Danielson. Holy fuck. BD? DB. No. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's time for him to have the title. Let's give Moxley that vacation that he's been needing. And uh, yeah, that's who I think. What do you guys think? Do Who do you think is going to win uh, the title? Do you think it's going to be Brian Danielson or John Moxley? Honestly, I'm, I'm totally fine with either of those men. They're both fantastic. Uh, very good dynamite this week. Lots of good matches. Opening and final matches were great. Honestly, no real negatives to the show other than the presence of Stokely Hathaway. Every time I see that guy, it just makes me upset. So I'm going to knock off a very, very tiny amount because that was the only thing that I did not like. I don't want MJF to get involved with Stokely Hathaway and the firm. Uh, I just want, I wanted it to be like a one and done. Like, okay, you helped me that night. Thanks for getting me the poker chip. Let's move on with our with our lives. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. What do you guys think? What do you think uh, is next for MJF? And what do you think of Stokely Hathaway and The Firm? Do you hate these guys as much? As, uh, well, I don't hate The Firm. I'm fine with The Firm. Those are, those are all fine competitors. I like all those guys. But Stokely Hathaway, not a fan of this guy. Don't know what it is. It's just I don't like the way he talks. Don't really care about his gimmick. Don't like them. So, uh, yeah, you guys tell me. What do you think of Stokely Hathaway? What are they going to do with the firm? Do you think that would you be into them just, you know, let's erase Stokely Hathaway, put MJF there as the leader of the firm, and then let's move on. I think that would be the way to go on here.
All right, and back to the WWE. We are on SmackDown now. They are in Anaheim, California. Goodness gracious. We got freaking Logan Paul. He is kicking off the show. He wants to talk about Roman Reigns. And this summons the bloodline. And oh, hey, look. It's fucking Paul Heyman. Welcome back, brother. The better Paul enters the ring to talk to the lesser Paul. Giggity. Uh, Gotta stop saying giggity. I don't even know why I say that. Logan wants a press conference with Roman Reigns. Heyman gets all annoyed. He calls in solo. Things get tense. <laughs> so the Saint Samuel Zane comes in to calm it all down. Heyman hums his mic in. He is Dunyan. He's fucking out of there. That was really funny. Made me giggle. Logan KOs poor Sami Zayn. And then he runs like a little Funny opening segment. I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. Moving on, you got Ricochet versus Sami Zayn up next. Sami pushed off the top, crashes hard onto the barricade on the outside. That was just like a scary looking spot there. Heyman knocks Soda all over Michael Cole's papers at the commentary desk, and he's like, Oh, thanks a lot, Michael Cole. Or thanks a lot, Heyman. And then Heyman just grabs the rest of the soda and pours it all over the fucking place. That was some good shit right there, Paul Heyman. Welcome back, bro. Uh, that made me giggle. Thumbs up. Jay causes a distraction at the wrong time, causes Sammy to not get a three count. So Sammy and 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 Jay just uh, not clash, not they're just having a lot of clashes with each other lately. Sammy goes out and gets in Jay's face, and then ricochet with a huge dive. Uh, the shooting star press for the W. It was a pretty good match. Ricochet is, as always, ridiculous in the ring, just doing all the craziest flippy stuff. Very impressive. Thumbs up. I'm giving the match a seven out of ten. And, that, and then the cracks the cracks are getting bigger between Jay and Sami Zayn. I'm telling you, man, it's only a matter of time before Sami Zayn turns babyface. This this guy is destined to become a babyface yet again. He's just he's just undeniably lovable. Now we got Max and Maxine Dupree. They parade out their freaking models, and I swear to God, the shortest shorts I have ever seen in a hot minute. Uh, then. Blech. Braun Strowman is summoned. He runs right through the two of them, just absolutely obliterates them. <laughs> really made me giggle there. Destroys them in the ring with brutal power bombs. Thumbs up for that. Very fun spot. And then shoosh, shoosh, please. Chad Gable arrives. What the what the fuck does he think he do? He's doing. And Otis, they blindside Braun Strowman. They beat him down just a little bit. Otis delivers a world's strongest slam. They go to leave, but then. Braun just pops right back up, just bleh. <laughs> it was really funny, giving that spot a thumbs up. Braun screams, Alpha Academy bounces, they are out of here, not having any of that. Really fun segment. Always good when Braun looks like a monster, especially the monster that he is, just coming down, just blasting bitches, mowing down everybody that's getting in his way, screaming, yelling, ripping off his shirt. I Apparently he's got his nipples pierced, I didn't see that, but fuck yeah, that's hot, man. Next, you got Damage Control, Bailey with uh, Dakota Kai and Eos Kai. It's hard, that, that, that rhymes, and it's it's tricky to get through. They have some things to say to, or they have some things to say, really, Bailey rips, okay, whatever. They have things to say, Bailey rips into the crowd, and that summons Raquel and Aaliyah, or, no, sorry, they, she rips into the crowd and Raquel and Aaliyah. That's a lot of ands, buddy. Uh, Raquel comes out. She's really pissed. That's good. Nice to see some emotion out of you, Raquel. She's going to have a match with Bailey. That is all right. And that is up next. Raquel versus Bailey. Raquel throws Eo right into Dakota. She just freaking like basically table flips her. And she goes flying into Dakota. That was really cool. Giving that a thumbs up. 
Bailey attacking the injured knee of Raquel. Shenanigans from Damage Katarl, as I call them, uh, lead to Bailey getting the victory over Raquel. Uh, they had an okay match, you know, overall it was fine. Then out of nowhere, Shotzi Blackheart runs down to save Raquel from a beatdown. Um, interesting, it's it's Shotzi, where the hell is Aaliyah? Or, or is that supposed to be like a, a thing? Like, oh, are they? is that supposed to be like an indication that these two are breaking up? And what is why did Shotzi run down? I don't understand that, but already then. Next, you got Ronda Rousey. She's being interviewed, uh, but it is ruined instantly before she could barely get anything out. Uh, Liv Morgan butts into the interview. Boo, I hate you, Liv Morgan. <laughs> Liv delivers an absolutely emotionless grouping of words. I don't know, dude. I may have passed out from boredom from this, but um, I believe she challenged Ronda to an Extreme Rules match. Uh, Okie dokie. I really hope Liv Morgan loses this time. Uh, segment sucked. Emotionless, boring. Didn't like it. Thumbs down. Next, you got Drew McIntyre. He graces us with his presence. He stands on the announce table and calls out Karrion Cross. Uh, see that, Liv? You see that? That is what emotion is. Watch a Drew McIntyre promo. Watch a Kevin Owens promo. That is emotion. Thumbs up for Drew McIntyre. Not you, Liv Morgan. I probably I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to give you a, a thumbs up until you lose your title. Yeah. Solo Sokoa picks Sammy to walk out with him for his match. And Sammy is beyond. He is over the moon. He is fucking amped up. He's like, oh my god. Out of out of the two Uso brothers and, and, and Sammy, he was the one selected. Oh my god. And Jay is straight up pissed. That was so funny. Thumbs up for this little moment there. Now we get the match. So uh, Solo Sokoa versus Mad Cat Moss for the North American title. So he just won it on Wednesday. He is defending it already on Friday night. So let's get into it. Sammy is being an absolute total fucking goofball around the ring. I was just absolutely loving it. Goofball in all the right ways. Very, very entertaining. Sammy trash-talking all match long, man. Dri finally drives Madcap banana enough. He chases Sammy all around the ring. Uh, really funny. Solo takes advantage. You get a super kick. Sambo slam for the W, and he retains his title for the first time. Solid match, uh, but Sammy was the star of this one, just screaming and yelling the whole time. His erratic movements remind me of, like, freaking Jim Carrey just f flailing and doing all these erratic movements he's very very entertaining thumbs up for Sami Zayn as always now it's main event time we get a number one contenders fatal four-way tag team match yes sir Reese so we got four different tag teams we got hit row we got new day we got Imperium and we got the brawling brutes so who do you guys think is going to win uh, only one way to find out. We get a wild start everyone flying all over the freaking place I, I love the start top uh, Thumbs up for that. We got Top Dollar. He literally picks up three dudes at the same time. He's got... Oh, shit. I don't remember which three guys he had up, but it was at least 650 pounds total. He has two of them in the front, one on his shoulders, and he slams all three of them at the whole, at the same time. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Like, Top Dollar is a big, big dude, but he doesn't... He's not, like, jacked looking, but damn, I was impressed. That's a thumbs up for you, Top Dollar. Huge Bama Slamma by Ridge Holland onto Dollar. That was a big... Big ol' Bama Slamma. I love me a Bama Slamma, giving that a thumbs up. We get an Imperium Bomb onto Kofi. Just, um, Kofi dumped Kofi right, oh, sorry. Imperium Bomb onto Kofi, and they just dumped Kofi, like, directly on his head. I don't, I don't know if they dumped him, but the way that he fell looked very, very brutal. Ouch, Kofi, Jesus, you gotta be careful. This is why these guys are always injured. 
Then Ridge pushes them out of the ring. He steals the pin, and the Brawling Brutes get the victory. All right. This was a great match, man. I really liked it. Great pace throughout the opening. Uh, all the way pretty much through to the ending of the match. A little bit slow in the middle, but that's because of commercial breaks and shit. Uh, the opening was crazy, and the finish was even crazier. Like, yeah, the ending was fucking wild. Really good stuff. I thought the Brawling Brutes uh, looked the best throughout this match, and they get the they get the W out of the four teams, so that's really good. I really enjoyed that. Big fan of, well, they call him Butch, but Pete Dunne. Really like this guy. I've been a fan of his ever since I first saw him in NXT. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a great match, giving it an 8 out of 10. This is a, a pretty good episode this week of SmackDown. The opening was really fun. Welcome back, Paul Heyman. Uh, Liv Morgan, dude, I feel is absolutely dead in the water. Only a matter of time before her reign is over. I can't see this lasting that much longer. Dude. I feel I feel like it's already lasted too long. Uh, a couple of good matches sprinkled in there as well. The main event was a lot of fun. Wild action, definitely the highlight of the show. Giving the show overall a 7 out of 10. Pretty good SmackDown this week. Okay, and then back to freaking AEW now. We got I'm hold I'm I'm looking for the microphone. I'm holding it in my goddamn hand. Like what a moron. <laughs> okay, so Rampage, they're kicking off with oh baby, we got Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen, my boo, my baby, Matt Hardy. I love you so much, Matt Hardy. Darby crashes and burns viciously on the apron. Jesus, Darby, you are just so reckless with your bumps sometimes. Absolutely vicious fall. Darby pulls off the Last Supper pin for the victory over Matt Hardy. Yeesh, man. Darby sometimes, uh, his, his selling and his crashes and burns are so reckless, but uh, absolutely badass out there. Good opener versus my boy Matt Hardy, giving the match a 7 out of 10. After the match, the lights go out. Oh my goodness, who's it going to be? It's Brody King and Julia Hart. Uh, they appear. King takes Matt's head off with a freaking massive clothesline. Just rah. He calls out Darby and Sting. He wants to have a no-DQ match with those two. He chokes out Matt Hardy. Oh my goodness, poor Matt Hardy. He's just he's just he just lost the match, and now he's getting the shit kicked out of him. And and geez, no one's coming out to save him right away. My God, Sting and Darby eventually come out to help him. Uh, not sure actually if they accepted the match. I imagine they did. Can't see why not. But um, maybe the fact that Sting is 63 that might be why they're a little bit reluctant to to offer uh, to accept the match. But um, and apparently um, what's his face the the leader of freaking House of Black uh, freaking guy Malachi Black. Apparently he's asked for his release from AEW, so I guess uh, he's not getting his way in AEW as well. It didn't work out in WWE, so. Uh, I guess if he's asking for his release, maybe he goes to Impact Wrestling. Maybe he goes back to Japan. I have no idea. He's always been fine. I've always been like fine with uh, with Kerry or whatever the fuck his name is. I already for keep forgetting it. Malachi Black. Honestly, Brody King has stolen stolen my heart instantly since he came in. Uh, I kind of completely forgot about Malachi Black. I am, I am all about Brody King. So uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. What do you guys think? Were you a fan of Malachi Black? What do you think about this guy? I think maybe he's a little bit of a like i don't know he asked for he wanted more creativity in wwe and then he started he got more creativity and and room to to work in aew it still wasn't to his liking so i don't know i think the guy just expects like the crowds to like him a lot more and he's not getting over as much as he's expecting to and maybe that's just you're not that good bro i don't know what it is i think he's fine i don't think he's like main event or anything but anyway 
Next up, you got Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. They're in the ring. They're being interviewed. Claudio was hyping up the Blackpool Combat Club until he's rudely interrupted by Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho has held every title there is to hold in wrestling except for one. The Ring of Honor World Championship. Oh, buddy. He challenges the Ring of Honor World Champion Claudio for the title, for the title, and Claudio accepts. Oh, baby, that should be a banger of a match. I'm looking forward to that one. I believe that'll be next week. Now we got a match, Penelope Ford with Kip Sapien versus Willow Nightingale. Alrighty. Ford licks Willow's face straight up, fucking top to bottom. Love that shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Made me giggle. Thumbs up for that. Willow hits the pounce, sends Ford flying into the ropes. Awesome. I love I love the pounce. Underutilized move. Uh, thumbs up for that. Ford bounces back, locks in the Indian Deathlock, and Willow taps out. Very solid match. I enjoyed it overall. Kip was being really weird on the outside, man. He was just like... He has his little box gimmick or whatever. He wears a box over his head with a bunch of weird words on it. And he didn't he was didn't have it on his head, but he was like holding on to it, playing with it, and then like it showed him talking to it. So don't know what the fuck's going on with this guy. He's losing his mind slowly week by week. Next you got Ethan Page with goddamn Stokely Hathaway. They're going up or he's going up against Dan Housen. Sadly, Dan Housen is no match for Ethan Page. Hit the, uh, Ethan hits Razor's Edge, and the match is over before you know it, before you can even get a curse off. Housen is entertaining, but the match was a squash match, so not much to say about that. But it is nice to see Page getting airtime. Just fucking sucks that he's part of the Stokely Hathaway group. I like Ethan Page, but oh well, we'll have to see. Next, you got Mark Henry time. He's interviewing the main eventers, Samoa Joe and Josh Woods. Joe looks like he's ready to fucking kill someone, so... But looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. So let's get into it. Main event time. Josh Woods with Tony Nese and Smart, Smart Mark versus Samoa Joe. This is for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. My, my, that is a mouthful. Got Nice with a bunch of shenanigans, allowing Woods to take over the match. Woods working the injured arm of Samoa Joe. Woods with a butt-ugly swinging knee move. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. Got absolutely none of it. Looked like trash. Uh, thumbs down for that. Thumb, uh, Joe, thumb. Joe battles back, nails the muscle buster for the W. Joe's gas tank, man, honestly, it's uh, not very large at the moment and, and it's been uh, increasingly getting, uh, has been getting smaller over the last uh, year or so. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries, in and out of the ring a lot. So he's just looking to get his uh, wrestling legs under him maybe a little bit. Uh, he seems to get gassed and sweaty before he even gets into the ring. But, you know, he still he still got off all of his classic offense, still got, on, got in all of his shit. Uh, still had a solid match with Woods. Not a classic, not like a hard-hitting. It was a little slow, but uh, I still enjoyed it. Nice and Mark jumped Joe after the bell, but then Wardlow arrives for the save. He comes down. Smart Mark is pissing his pants. He almost gets sent to heaven with a powerbomb from Wardlow, but he's saved by Tony Nice. This was a pretty fun ending spot overall. I enjoyed it. Thumbs up for that. Uh, Rampage this week, it was a solid show. Nothing special, but nothing bad. 
I'm excited to see Jericho fight for the Ring of Honor title. I didn't, it just didn't come across my mind that he's never had it. So that's going to be really fun. I'm, I'm curious to see if if he's going to be able to beat it, uh, beat Claudio and get it for the first time. So that'll be really fun. And I am, of course, happy to see my boy Samoa Joe finally back in the ring. Let's just get this guy to stay healthy. Let's get him on, on TV more often. Let's get him back in shape and freaking not sweating so badly every week. But uh, yeah, solid show overall. I'm giving it a 6 out of 10. Okay, and I actually have the three stars ready to go without uh, panicking because I almost fucking published the video or the podcast last week and I almost forgot to do three stars. So here we go. We got the three stars of the week. Everybody's favorite segment. The three star segment. Okay, so a couple, a few shout outs for this week. Uh, this was a tough, kind of a tougher uh, three stars for me this week. One was just honestly, okay, so I'll shout out the one Serena Deeb and Britt Baker versus Tony Storm and Athena and on Dynamite, the tag team match. That was a very good, solid ass tag team match. Really enjoyed it. I'm a big fan of Britt Baker. Tony Storm is a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. Well, I was a little disappointed to see that uh, Jamie Hayter didn't come down and beat up Britt Baker, but I think it's coming. So I, I'm, I'm patiently, patiently waiting. Okay, so the next four matches I talk about, you can interchange any of these ones for first, second, third, fourth star. But the last shout out is the one that I struggled the most with not making it into the three stars. But the fatal four-way tag team match on SmackDown, the main, the, the main event I believe it was, was freaking awesome. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, Honestly, it could be third, it could be second star, it could even be first star, but uh, yeah, it was a close, very close three stars this week, but our third star of this week goes to John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara on Dynamite, really enjoyed that match, John Moxley, I really should be, I should be keeping count on the three stars, but I, I don't think John Moxley has missed a single three stars since I started doing this podcast, so the streak continues. Second star this week is going to the Steel Cage match, the Creed Bros versus versus Pretty Deadly on NXT. That was a banger of a match. Really enjoyed the ending with the the chaining uh, the one Creed brother to the to the cage and the Pretty Deadly getting the victory. That was a really fun match. And then first star of the week, it's Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson on Dynamite. Very awesome match. Uh, a rematch between these two. I was totally down to get some more of these two fighting. It was another very great match. Really enjoyed it. That is going to be my first star of the week. And show of the week again is going to AEW's Dynamite. I believe they are, again, they are on a massive streak of winning the best show of the week. Just consistently, you know, it's my kind of show, so it's more than likely going to be winning most of the time, unless there's a pay-per-view that's going to steal it away. Um, the only thing, like, at best, maybe Raw or NXT can tie, and uh, it's been close. You know, there's been some weeks where Raw, I think, has gotten seven and a halfs, but I don't think they've hit an eights yet since Triple H took over or since I started doing this podcast, but Dynamite has consistently hit, been hitting, like, seven and a halfs, eights, and, and above, so... Yeah, Dynamite is my show of the week, and that is my show for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the the recap, and yeah, what do you guys think? Did you enjoy the wrestling this week? If you didn't watch the wrestling this week, I hope this podcast is helping you out. You can get your full daily, you can get your full weekly recap in, in under an hour and a half, so that's not too bad if there's... 
extra pay-per-views. I usually do an extra episode and so on and so forth. So yeah, we're, I'm starting to get this uh, down a little bit better. I'm getting faster, being able to streamline my notes in a better fashion, a more entertaining fashion, I hope. Uh, if anyone <clears throat> has any constructive criticism, not just criticism, it has to be constructive, okay? You can make sure you can you can follow us on Twitter. Links are all down in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. You get inside information on some of the podcasts that are coming up. You get uh, date changes. And speaking of that, uh, I apologize that this one's going out a little bit late. I know technically it's going out on Sunday. It's 1.30ish in the morning, Sunday morning. Sadly, I, always post, I usually like to put these out on Saturday, but we're behind on our wrestling this week so sadly it's going up it's still coming don't worry you're still getting it it's okay and this sunday will be more than likely the last sunday that i'm going to be putting up the gx gamer cast on sunday i think i'm going to move it over to mondays from now on just so we can spread out the love a little bit more so we're gonna have uh we're gonna start out the week with monday G- gamer GamerCast, Wednesday's HockeyCast, and then we finish the week off Saturday, the Wrestling Recap show, and then, like I said, if anything else gets sprinkled in, I will announce it on Twitter as soon as I know because I'm the one that does the show. So as soon as I know, you guys will know, and I'll put it up on Twitter. So thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's show. I hope you liked it. If you did, make sure you like the the podcast wherever you're listening to. Rate it. Tell your friends about it. Just try and spread the word. Let's try and grow this podcast, this community a little bit. I would really appreciate that. Really appreciate you guys if you're all still sticking around whoever's still here really appreciate you i hope uh let me know what your favorite segment is if you have an idea for a segment that you would like me to do if there's another show you would like me to try and review just let me know i'm all ears y'all so just uh check out those links down below twitter is more than likely your best way to get a hold of me or you can check out my youtube channel where i'm also playing disco elysium we're doing i'm doing daily uploads over on youtube by the way so link is also in the description down below so thank you again for listening if you're still here you are fantastic you're a beauty and i hope you had a good weekend and good luck on your week going forward and wish me luck as well fuck yeah it's a crazy world out there y'all stay safe